Hey guys, it's me again from the confines of my car. Um, just wanted to do another episode really quickly tonight. Um, I did not realize until just a couple of days ago that um, this month on the 14th, Sanford and Son made its debut over on NBC in 1972, 50 years ago this month. We got to become familiar with Fred G. Sanford. We never did know what the G stood for, but uh, I'll have more on that part later. And his son, Lamont, and all the other wonderful characters that were part of that show. Um, They all came into our lives via television 50 years ago this month. So I had to definitely pay homage to that show. It's one of my favorites still. Um, I like with the Mary Tyler Moore show, remember the last season the best. It's funny with Sanford and Son because my mother did not even know about, I was too little, of course, when the show made its debut and when it was in its early seasons, I was very, very little. Um, So I you know, have no recollection of any kind of TV watching. Um, but my mother did not know about Sanford and Son until we moved to Houston in uh, late 1975. Our neighbors told her about Sanford and Son, and they were shocked that she had never heard of it, never seen it. They told her, you better check that show out. It's really good. It's on Friday nights, it's on at 7 o'clock. We're talking Central Time. And, you know, you know, you, you, you are really missing out. You need to, you know, turn to it and, and check it out Friday night, which she did. And immediately she fell in love with it. And I did too. I remember the last season, the best, however, um, I remember those, um, Hawaii episodes very well that so many people, uh, fans of the show detest, which I don't think that, that they were that bad. They were kind of, they had their corny parts, you know, but, you know, I love seeing Greg Morris in a bathing suit, so hey, they were not that bad, but uh, anyway, that's when I remember seeing it the most, and I've enjoyed it over the years, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to watch. That was a show, of course, that came from, that was derived from the British version, Steptoe and Son, which was a big hit, and Norman Lear and Bud Yorkin decided that they wanted to do an American version with an African-American cast. Of course, Sanford and Son debuted, um, as, I, as you know, we already said 50 years ago this month. And it was pretty much a hit out of the gate. Very successful. I don't care for the first episode. I don't like the way that Lamont talked to Fred. It was just really disrespectful. And I really don't watch that episode even today because I just don't like the tone of it. You just don't. I know Fred was childish. He was a schemer. He was always calling Lamont a dummy didn't really want Lamont to go out anywhere. He was very a very stifling parent. He loved Lamont. He was very loving, but he was stifling. Loving in his own way, but he wanted to keep Lamont tied to his apron strings. But, however, you don't talk to your parent in the way that Lamont did, particularly in that first episode. And some of the subsequent episodes, he would push Fred. I didn't like that either. But, you know, Damon Wilson and Red Fox felt the same way. And they went to the producers and they were like, hey, you know, this is not the way that, you know, a parent should talk to a child, a child rather, should talk to a parent. So, of course, as you know, if you notice, you know, there was no more pushing. Lamont did tone down, you know, his anger and resentment. Uh, Lamont became funny 
he delivered some of the best dialogue in the show. He had some great lines, great, you know, uh, one-liners, classic stuff that's still hilariously funny. So he and uh, the characters of Fred Lamont really, um, you know, they're both hilariously funny. And Red Fox and Damon Wilson had a great chemistry. Chemistry that they shared was immediate from what I've read when they first auditioned together. Their chemistry was phenomenal from the jump. And it was marvelous on screen, and they had a really good relationship, I've heard, behind the scenes as well. They were more like brothers than father and son. So anyway, that show, of course, was a top-rated show. It was right after All in the Family in the ratings, a lot during its six-year run. Um, of course, there were problems behind the scenes. Um, Red Fox walked off the show for about two months because he demanded, you know, a raise and other uh he wanted a rehearsal hall with windows he wanted a golf cart to take him around the nbc studio um and so that's when you had grady filling in for fred which those are funny episodes too grady you know was hilariously funny in his own way he and lamont had a really good chemistry so um you know those episodes you know again really hilarious to watch but one thing I like about Sanford and Son is the supporting cast. Of all the TV shows I've watched, I think they had the best group of supporting characters. You had on Esther, Rollo, Donna, Achu, Hoppy and Smitty. In the very beginning, you had Melvin. Um, did I say Julio? Uh, if I did or if I did not, Julio. You had Bubba and Leroy. Um, Skillet. And uh, you had uh, Lamont's fiance for a while there, Janet. That was what really helped to make the show even better. That supporting cast. They were phenomenally good. And a lot of them were Red, Fox, Red Fox's personal friends. You know, he and LaWanda Page, who played Aunt Esther, they knew each other since childhood. They went to school together. And he, of course, was close friends with Slappy White, who portrayed Melvin, and Whitman Mayo, who portrayed Grady. He brought his friends onto the show. He's a very generous man. Very complicated man, but very generous. And so he wanted all his friends to be a part of this successful TV show that he was you know, enjoying reaping the fruits of. So he wanted to share that with them. And it just became a really funny, really brilliant group of characters um, on that show, in addition to the two leads. Uh, of course, Damon Wilson had uh, issues of his own. He had serious anger issues during the run of the show. He had a cocaine addiction during the run of the show, he, particularly during the latter seasons. Um, and... So if you're wondering, you know, why Lamont was wearing sunglasses a lot in the last season of the show, that was because he was high at the time. But of course, you know, he has, you know, got his anger issues under control, kicked the drug habit. He's been a pastor for years in, uh, I believe, in, in the California, L.A. vicinity. And, um, you know, has embraced the character of Lamont. He wrote a book. Uh, called The Second Banana. I've never read it, but I really would like to. It's out of print, I think. It's really hard to find. When you do find it, it's pretty pricey. I saw it on Amazon for like $50 or something. Uh, so I'd like to find it at a cheaper price, and I would love to, to buy that because I know that he 
has a lot to tell about those six seasons of being on Sanford and Son. Anyway, um, the show, very popular, very successful, uh, always was in the top 10. It did fall out of the top 10 in its last season, I think maybe because it was against Donnie and Marie. Because I remember I would watch Sanford and Son, and then when it was off, I would turn to Donnie and Marie. The only bad thing is that I missed Chico and the Man with the amazing Freddie Prinze, which followed Sanford and Son. I just did not discover that show or the brilliance of Freddie Prinze until syndication. But um, Sanford and Son, again, like I said, a you know ratings bonanza, gold for NBC, uh, very funny show. Um, you know, very entertaining still, very beloved, has a huge fan base. The show, unfortunately, ended, in my opinion, too soon. The show could have made it to the early 80s. It could have lasted for 10 seasons. It could have definitely made it into 1981, 1982. But Red Fox was so dissatisfied with being on the show. Um, even after he got the raise and everything that he wanted and the rehearsal hall with the windows, he was still not happy. With He felt that the producers were still lording over him. And he wasn't getting the same treatment as, you know, fellow white actors on TV shows. And so he wanted to kind of just go out on his own. The way that happened is uh, in 1977, Fred Silverman, who was president of ABC, and of course NBC and ABC were definitely in competition. ABC was the top network on TV at the time. And so... Sanford and Son was still viable competition, although the ratings had dropped some. It was still a viable competitor against ABC's programming. Silverman went to Red Fox, offered him his own variety show, where he would be executive producer, he would be completely in control, he would be the first black man to have these kinds of privileges in entertainment. Red Fox jumped at the chance. Not a smart decision. Because by 1977, variety shows were beginning to kind of fade away a little bit. The peak of variety shows, I would say, fell between maybe 1971 and 1976. But by 77, you still had Donnie Marie. You had the new version of Sonny and Cher. You had... Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr., uh, fifth the, uh, the Fifth Dimension had a variety show on during the summer, which I personally really loved. You also had, um, well, the Carol Burnett show was still on, but uh, the Captain Tennille had a variety show, which they ended on their own. Their show was fabulous, too. But it was, the landscape was changing. So for him to jump from Sanford and Son to a variety show was not a good move, not a good decision. He didn't even tell Damon Wilson that he was quitting the show. Damon found out through a third party, which he was very hurt by, upset by, and that's understandable. You know, he could have at least told his, his co-star, hey, well, I'm quitting, but he decided to just have that sprung on him. So the show ended... In 1977, that last original episode aired that March, March 19th, I believe. Uh, not really a finale. It was the episode where Fred gets his high school diploma. But it really was not a final episode, at least not in my opinion. So anyway, Red goes over to ABC, does his variety show, which I remember that. The Red Fox show was on ABC. Uh, I think it was on Tuesday No, not Tuesday nights. I think it was on Thursday nights. 
uh, nine o'clock, um, 10 central. I mean, 10 Eastern, nine central. I watched it and I was, you know, a first grader. I was a small child, but I knew that show was not going to last. I watched it. It wasn't bad, but it just was not, it was not Sanford and Son. Not, not at all. He, in my opinion, Red Fox didn't fit the variety show format. He was better on an episodic television series. And, you know, he had guest stars, you know, Don Knotts, Lola Falana, I think Slappy White. Damon Wilson was never on the show, uh, which is no surprise there. But it just was not the same. It, it, it was not anywhere close to what he had with Sanford and Son. Long story short, the show was canceled after four months. It debuted that September of 77. By February of 78, it was gone. And Damon Wilson, meanwhile, went over to do Baby I'm Back over on CBS in early 1978. That was a good show. It, you know, uh, also starred Denise Nicholas from Room 222, Kim Fields. This was before Facts of Life. Um, Helen Martin, who would later be Pearl on 227. So there were, you know, some good, you know, players there. Now, from what I heard, the show was doing pretty okay in the ratings, but Damon was still having his conniptions and meltdowns on set. And CBS just pulled the plug on the show because they said they were not dealing with what NBC dealt with with him. Uh, I think what the final straw was, if I remember correctly, I read this somewhere online. There was a female guest star that was supposed to be on an episode that DeMond refused to work with. Who the guest star was, I, I don't know. But he walked off the set, would not come back to work until the guest star was removed from the script. And so CBS just canceled it. They said, we're not dealing with this. We're not dealing with this drama with him. It's just not worth it. So they canceled the show, which is unfortunate because it wasn't a bad show. Baby on Back was about a man who deserted his family seven years earlier. His wife or ex-wife was Denise Nicholas. Uh, he had a son and daughter. The daughter was played by Kim Fields. Uh, the mother-in-law, who was played by Helen Martin, Denise, she was Denise Nicholas's mother. She couldn't stand the uh, Damon Wilson character, rightfully so, you know, guy left his family and, and all of a sudden, hey, baby, I'm back. So that was the premise of the show. And it wasn't bad. But Damon blew a good thing, just like Red blew a good thing with ending Sanford and Son. Red, as some of you probably know, went on to try to have more TV shows. He had Sanford in the early 80s where it was just Fred Sanford by himself. And Lamont was living in Alaska. Damon Wilson refused to come back to the show. Uh, was not interested. And then he had a partner in Lamont's place by the name of Cal, portrayed by Dennis Berkeley. Cal was fine. Cal and Lamont, you know, they were, you know, they were cool together. But again, it was, I, I don't think the problem was Cal or Cal and Fred. It was the lack of that good supporting cast that was missing. Because you saw Grady in an episode, Bubba on Esther, Hoppy and Smitty were back, Rollo was back for a while, but it was not consistent. They weren't back consistently. They were not regulars. Then they had Fred involved with this snooty, uh, rich lady named Eve. She was portrayed by Margaret Ray, who went on to be Mamie on The Young and the Restless for a long time. Uh, it just, it didn't fit. It just didn't work. It just was not like Donna. You know, I don't know why Lynn Hamilton, who portrayed Donna, wasn't back for 
Sanford. I'm not, I have no idea as to why, but no put down to Marguerite Ray, but the character of Eve and Fred, they just, they didn't click. There was no chemistry in my opinion. Then they had her niece, Sissy, and I think her brother, and he was, you know, just, it just, it didn't work. They had some good episodes. Like there was an episode where Fred and Aunt Esther had to get married. There was a mistake on Fred's wedding, um, what, marriage license or something. So they had to get married. That was funny. That was a two-part episode. So they had some good ones, but it just was not like Sanford and Son. And so it didn't last very long, Sanford, that is. It ended after about a season and a half, if I'm not mistaken. I watched it. Uh, but hey, the general public unfortunately did not. So it didn't last very long. Then there was the Red Fox show that he had on ABC in 1986. That lasted a few months. They revamped the show, did different character changes. It, it, it just didn't work either, which I, I watched it too, because I was a Red Fox fan. So whenever he came on TV with something, I'd always watch it. And my mom as well. My family loved Red Fox. That's the only person entertainer that I would see my grandfather just crack up over he didn't watch a lot of tv anyway but when Sanford and Son would come on he would crack the heck up at Fred Sanford which I'm still doing too in 2022 I'm still cracking up at Fred Sanford too a lot of us are but uh so the Red Fox show didn't last very long either again I saw the writing on the wall I was like I, I hate this but it's not gonna last and it did not and five years after that, Red unfortunately passed away while doing another TV show called The Royal Family with Della Reese. Now, that show, I think, would have lasted. They were parents. They were married. And their daughter divorced her husband and moved back in with them with her three kids. One of her kids was Lorenz Tate, who began to become a successful movie actor. Now, that was a good show. But unfortunately, during the run of the show, early on, Red Fox passed away of a heart attack on the set of the show. That was sort of a sad time, you know, the passing of Red Fox. I felt so sad. My whole family did when he passed away. Because this was someone that we watched, liked a lot, laughed at, you know. And, you know, it's funny when people pass away who are celebrities. We don't know these people personally. But they're in the background of our lives. You know, you get your first job. You get married. You get your first car. You finish high school. These people are in the background, they're the wallpaper, really, of our lives. So when they pass, it hits you. It hits you. It really does. That's the one thing that makes me feel old. At 50 years old, not much makes me feel old. That's the one thing that always does. However, Red Fox is still alive and well in San Francisco and reruns, fortunately. If you, I think that they're on TV One still on the weekends. I'm not sure because I don't have cable anymore but I believe they're still shown on tv one I know they're shown on get tv um I'm not sure when I don't get to really see the reruns that much these days they were on at like one in the morning eastern but last time I checked I saw all in the families so I think that they come on maybe an hour later or hour and a half later but you can check your listings to see and of course I need to do that too but you can still check out the crazy antics and the hilarity of Sanford and Son, whenever you like. There are episodes on YouTube. The whole series is available on DVD as well as individually. So we still get to enjoy Fred G. Sanford. And as for the G, Fred G. Sanford was named after Red Fox's brother who had passed away. I found out that the G, because his name really was Fred G. Sanford, 
the G stood for Glenn. I did not know that for many years. I found out maybe about two years ago. I told my sister. We were both shocked and we thought it was hilarious to finally found out what that G stood for. So, Brett Glenn Sanford. But anyway, uh, I think that's going to do it for this particular episode. But I had to take time to acknowledge the 50th anniversary, I can't believe it either, of Sanford and Son. And cheers to one of the most hilariously funny shows of all time. Which reminds me, I have a couple days off coming up from work. I'm going to have to find what time it comes on Get TV and check it out. Especially with this anniversary being this month. Time to go and check it out again and have some good laughs. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to being back with you all again next time.